Hey, this is Tim McKernan, and I am here with Seth Goldcamp of Design Air Heating and Cooling, and I have been a longtime Design Air client. What separates you guys from everybody else? It's becoming more common for companies to just get their foot in the door. They try to come up with different ways to upsell. They try to see how much they can make off of a customer as opposed to, hey, we're in there to do a service. We're going to do it well. We're going to do it for a fair price. I don't know how many emails I have received from our listeners who experienced the incredible customer service Design Air Heating and Cooling provides. It's Design Air Heating and Cooling online at designairservice.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222, because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. Rise and shine, St. Louis. It's the Brown and Crouppen Morning After on KPN-TFM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com with Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson. 707 in St. Louis, you're listed at TMA. It's presented to you by Brown and Crouppen. Welcome, friends, to the Munganass, St. Louis Acura, Munganass, Burkhardt, Alton, Toyota, 7 o'clock hour. Timothy Michael McKernan, Douglas Sullivan Vaughn, Kenneth Iggy Strode, the Plowhawk and Action Jackson with you, and it starts off with you guys are so so dumb. Oh, now who would have really? Breezeway? We haven't even started yet. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. They listening to the previous show, maybe. I heard a discussion on Reverse Cowgirl in the previous show, and I feel like oh. my take was solid. But I don't know what Breezeway is upset about. But nonetheless. You can text in your thoughts as hmm. to whether or not we're for the dumbs. It's the Jeff Lottman text inbox, 314-881-TMA5, J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com. Jeff Lottman, Compass Realty sponsor of the text inbox here. If you're looking for a home with this kind of weather, maybe you're out and about and looking for acreage, and Jeff Lottman would be the person to get you. Your acreage, J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com, Compass Realty. It's a luxury experience. You might think it's a luxury price point. That's not necessarily the case. Jeff Lottman, Compass Realty, sponsor of our text inbox, which, again, opens up with you guys are so, mm. so dumb from Breezeway. Not Gosh, sure why. That's a tough way to start a Monday morning. You suppose Jeff Lopman could find us each a, a gentleman's ranch somewhere? A gentleman's ranch? In the central corridor. Are you looking at a farmhouse or are you looking at an actual ranch? Ranch, ranch kind of like South Fork Cause you in do the have a Ladue ranch, area. You do have a term ranch, meaning, you know, you have horses, yeah. stable. Absolutely, yeah. Bunkhouse. Hey, Jackson, you mm-hmm. svelte little lesbian? Have you ever heard of Lil? Doug, how do you pronounce this? X-A-N. X-A-N. Lil Zan. Want to take your lover to his show in March? That's from Shrimply Pebbles. No, no, thank you. Kind what does any of that mean? <laughs> I, I didn't know Lil Zan was still making music. Well, I didn't know you were a lesbian. <laughs> well, that's that's the bigger story there. A svelte with a lesbian at that. <laughs> Jackson, did you? Uh, Jackson had plans. He keeps them cryptic. Mm-hmm. Did you execute your plans on Saturday? And now that in the past, can you share with the dais what the plans were? Some man and love in there in the yeah, Rockin' no, Studio. Yeah, I understand. Uh, sure. We went to the Foundry and got some food. Mm. Yummy. Where'd you go? Uh, the Caribbean place in there. Jerk chicken eggs. That's good. Oh, yeah. yeah. I forgot they have a bunch of places in there. I've been there once. Kind of Tasty. Cool. Very mm-hmm. tasty. And then we went over to the uh, Alamo Draft House, which is the movie theater right there. Mm-hmm. And they played all five of the Oscar-nominated live-action short films in a row. And that was really cool. Oh, you're a cinephile. Is your uh, new significant other as into film as you are? Yes, it was her idea to go see this stuff. Awesome. Oh. You're getting married, Doug. And how and long does it take to watch five short films in a row? Uh, some of, like, one of them was like 18 minutes. The rest of them were between 25 and 30, so about two and a half hours. Oh, that's not bad. I no. See, and I've been to the Alamo Draft House. Got a gift card last year, I think, something like that. Yeah. I had a blast when I went there. Did you? And I'm trying to recall what I saw there, but it was so fun. I, I enjoyed that place. 
Dude, nice job, Jackson. Yeah. That sounds like a fun little day. It was fun. It's like seeing five different movies at once. Yeah, that might be a better way to go. Because yeah. if you don't like it, it doesn't last for yeah, long. Yeah, exactly. You just wait for the next Wes one. Wes Anderson had one. It was really cool. Tim, I'll disagree with your reverse cowgirl take. Yesterday, I came across Doug's LeBaron, and he likes to go RC with me. Seat reclined and the top down. Doug, that's from Eric in the Central West mm. End. You played Native American ball with his father. I did. You can see that. Yeah. You can see a shadow as he's taking a picture of your I LeBaron. I don't. I don't own a LeBaron. It must have been someone else. I've never had a LeBaron. I never even considered buying. Really, a LeBaron. you never had one, even though everybody says you had one. I've never had a LeBaron. Where'd they come up with a LeBaron? I don't know. I've never had one. You know, we haven't heard the LeBaron talk. I this 53-year-old is bringing candy. I didn't mean to play this. I was just making sure <laughs> things were playing. I've had a wide variety of cars, but never a LeBaron. Remember, that was the biggest thing ever when I first started on this show, was Doug's nipples and him driving a LeBaron. I have two of those, but I don't have a LeBaron. <laughs> I just remember those two being in the, the key things yeah. in the text box. No, no, never had one. What was the first car you ever owned? Buick Special. 1962 Buick Special. Three on the tree, convertible. Huh. Wow. How old were you? 16. Parents buy it? Yes. $200. Nice. Mm. Isn't that the way it was back then? I had a Ford Fairlane 500, and I got it for $250 from my neighbor down mm -hmm. the street. And they actually ran at that yeah. price. Yeah. I think it'd be worth about 50000 now. Well. Well, a Ford Fairlane 500. If it was an impeccable it condition, It was in good, good condition. I wrecked it like three weeks later. Oh, gosh. Well, problems find young drivers, which is probably a good idea to buy a $200 car. Well, you, a there are no $200 cars out there now, but no matter, no matter who you are, when you're a young driver, trouble just seems to find you, and you'll get in some kind of accident. Almost everybody does. I was a terrible driver. I wrecked so many that. cars. Well, you're better now. Didn't your car disintegrate on yeah, 70? I, yeah. And that's the first accident I had since like 23 years. When the car disintegrated, you were left just holding the steering wheel? I was sitting in the seat right on the highway. <laughs> I think the image of a, a beater just turning to dust while going 70 miles an hour. <laughs> Morning, gents. I made out with a mom of three from Concord. What is that? Is that New Hampshire? Concord, no, South County. In the parking garage after the dogs game Saturday night, she said her ex has a very promising make out. artisan mm. hand seltzer, hard seltzer venture, I apologize, about as exciting as Italian soccer. That's from Ned, and then the last name is Spurt. Oh, was that a shot at City's opener? What about Big Sam? Aren't they? They won one, right? They won... They won the CONCACAF game, but I think they tied their season opener. That's correct. You don't think. Nice show prep, ass. Well, I was Am I the only to... one on the dais who watched the doggies? I didn't want Plowsy to feel bad about oh. this. I didn't even know they played. I think was, I thought they were still there playing. The con... They thought... played Satter's bad. I thought they were still playing. What do you play? The CONCAVE one game, then you go to the regular concave. season it's and the back concave. to the other one? It's a CONCAVE. The CAVE cap. <laughs> you just intertwine this CONCLAVE thing and... CONCACAF. Let's say it together. CONCACAF. CONCACAF. What, is the, what does that mean? Oh. Uh, and I'm not getting into it. It's the North American Soccer okay. Federation. Same as UEFA in Europe. Gotcha, gotcha. So when is that Copa America and South America. Doug, when does the CONCACAF? I, I they play Houston again, Niggy. I don't have the schedule. Yeah. He, it goes it, on all season, basically. The Confederation of North, Central American, end. Caribbean Association football. That's just stupid. So they peppered well, in. What makes it stupid? They peppered in two seasons. Joe's be texting Why do you play a tournament uh, in, inside the, the regular season? That's how, that's that's how, how it all works soccer. all over uh, the world. Yeah. Really? Yes. Absolutely. They don't just have a tournament. People, people. At the end of the season, they have a tournament? No, they'll start Champions League in the fall. It doesn't end until May or June. Maybe like the Cardinals playing and then all right today's game doesn't count in the standings today we're playing the world baseball classic this game counts for this another CONCACAF game tomorrow night mm -hmm. uh they'll be uh, taking on houston who they were able to clip in the 90th minute last week doug and another late goal this time to open up the season against you call them rsl i don't know uh, real salt lake and uh that was big sam and what a Jim Dandy of the goals. He subbed in the 60th minute? I, I don't know. I don't know. I started to watch, and they wanted more money from me. What? <laughs> Apple Plus. 
They wanted more money from you while you were watching the game? No, I tried to watch. Ah. Because I was able to watch it last year on Apple Plus, I guess with my T-Mobile account. But that's expired, and now they want more money, and I'm thinking, oh, boy. I'm tired of giving apps my money. It's just kind of a principal thing. I will. At some point, I'll break down. But Saturday, I wasn't in the mood to do it. How much more money? Two bucks? I think it's 10 a month, I think. How much $79 for the year. Is that what it is? Of the MLS package. Yeah, this Hulu thing, that's a ripoff. You signed up uh, a year ago for the 1995 package. You got ESPN Plus and Disney and Hulu. Now it's like forty ninety five. Mm. Oh, yeah. They've ruined watching sports. They didn't even tell me. Where everybody. Just showed up on my bill. Yeah. So I didn't watch the game. I don't have Apple. Well, I saw that Sam guy scored. Big Sam. Apparently all he does is score when he gets on the pitch. Must have been a nice game. You got Sam Aboni's call? Oh, yeah. Sam. I don't we won't, we won't know it's a goal, but... Another, another packed house, though, right? Sell out again? Oh, sure. You better believe it, Jack. You know yeah. it. Yeah, I don't think they release his calls. I think he releases his calls. That's usually the case. Mm. Uh, I can... I mean... Like, targeting back, boys, header, a whole robot, Berkey, an unbelievable diamond save. Knocks it away with the mitts. Second chance ends up out of bounds. Oh, Roman Berkey. Gluing fingernails on shots like manicurist night on a slow-moving party bus. That sounded like you were reading like directly from the uh, script. That, that one alone sounds so... That's okay. Fozzie, <laughs> I sent you the call of it via direct message. I'm sorry I didn't cut it before the show. Oh, yeah, I... Oh, he's got them all right. It's on Twitter. These aren't, these aren't on the you, top of his you. head. Take me two seconds. All right, let's take up. a listen, Doug. Here it is. This okay. Is, uh, you know, it looked like it was going to be a disappointing start to the campaign. And, oh, look, there's Big Sam. Long ball over the top, skipping for a Denrin. Gets past the defender. Closes in on the edge of the area. Denrin back toward the middle. He's uh, uh, oh! We're tied, baby! Get a ratted Dewey DVD in the microwave! Let's get cooked! Just so bad now. Let's get what? Let's get cooked. But I did like Let's the actual cooked. of him saying what the score was and saying that it tied up now. Yeah. Like, I don't care about the second half. I just want them to know, tell me, like, what's going on. Yeah. I like the wrap-up at the end of the goals. That one that I played was definitely him mm. get, like, bustling <laughs> through his papers and going, oh, that one manicurist. Too. <laughs> that one, too. You saw this a little pause before he got into that. I don't mind it. By the way, Ken Wilson started old baby. Just quit stealing stuff. Oh, gosh. Gluing fingernails on shots like manicurist night on a slow-moving party bus. <laughs> I think it's okay. Thank God we have the dogs now because this time of year is brutal. Holy hell, I've been bored, mm-hmm. Doug. That's the hunchback of Vaughn yeah. Castle. That is true. It's been, uh, I mean, I'm a huge Illinois basketball fan, so every three nights I get to enjoy that on television, but yeesh. On, very, very rough years for the Billikens and the Tiger basketball. That, yeah. That hurts the time of year. I'm a big slew guy, and that's, uh, You're not dumpster psyched fire. that uh, Helsley and... Jojo Romero had scoreless outings yesterday. Well, I'm I'm excited the Cardinals are getting started again. I saw Mason win. Apparently, went three for three. He did. Yeah, double. made a great defensive play. Yeah, it was an awesome environment Saturday night. Always movement, fun time. Yeah, yeah. city. That's a big old thing. Don't say yeah. And that it wasn't necessarily a shot at any of us, but that was definitely a power move. Mm. Kind of show. He wasn't there. I don't think big old family. Oh, I think he was there. He's the guy that would be there. Doug, why do you hate the Battle Hawks? That's from Scissor Me Timbers. Well, they haven't started yet. I don't hate the Battle Hawks. I'm excited to see this new league. Yeah, name one person on their team. AJ McCarron. I don't know if he's is he? Yes. yes. He's back. Okay, mm-hmm. he is back. Okay. Right, awesome. So there's one. It's the face of St. Louis Sports. That was texted in by <laughs> four Jackson different Jackson. listeners last week when Jackson uh I guess you and Dan McLaughlin were talking this over? Yeah, well, we just kind of, as like a topic, like, what is, who is the face of St. Louis sports? At this particular moment. Yeah. And 
four people texted in AJ McCarron. At I first, know. I thought it was like a like a TMA listener just infiltrating, and then I saw it happen multiple times. Like, oh, oh boy. <laughs> I think the most prominent guy now, the guy you see and hear from the most, is probably John Mazalock. <laughs> oh, geez. Who, who gets on, more airtime? Who gets more airtime? Air and who's on more than John Mazzalo? My answer was Nolan Arenado, for the record. Yeah, but it, it's not. He's, like, he's the, probably the best athlete in town. Robert Thomas. I don't know if that's even. You can even put hockey. I think Robert Thomas is live as well. There, he's having an amazing. Season. Let's just be honest. There is no face of St. Louis in sports. I, I think maybe Iggy is right, but if you had to pick one, Arenado probably it. I like Doug's answer. I, I, I I, you hear more from him than any other person in sports. He probably typed up the most on tw- St. Louis Twitter in terms of sports topics. Just the interviews on, on radio and TV. I, I don't know who gets more airtime than he does. I do blame him for everything. So Well, you shouldn't. Can we get him on this show? Oh, I don't know. We've had him on in the past. Well, I know. We haven't had him on in a couple of years. Well, boy. Yeah. There's a high bar set here for coaching in St. Louis, apparently. <laughs> he does make himself accessible. I'll give him that. He for, does, all, for all the heat that he takes, he always steps right up and talks. I'll give him credit. Like, he does – he knows what the fans are talking mm-hmm. about. He's he's on, so you could tell he's, he's aware of what people are saying. Yeah. I kind of respect that. If A.J. McCarron is the face of St. Louis sports, it's time to move. It's over, <laughs> folks. <laughs> That's from the Hunchback of Von Castle. AJ McCarron also got a lot of votes on the fast lane poll in the same question. Oh, oh no way. No way. <laughs> he was the third stringer on the Bengals. <laughs> and mm. now he's the faces. I don't know. It could be Bennington, maybe. I think it's a couple of guys, like yeah. those two brothers who make out the Shrewsbury Seminary student and the Butter Squirrel or whatever. Maybe they're just doing a concerted campaign. It can't be real. This fir- this last five minutes is actually super sad. Because, like, you know, every major... Well, I mean, like, we're trying to debate, like, who the face is saying. We're bringing up a, a vice president of baseball, I guess Arenado, and we have a hockey player. Like, I, I, I'm serious. That's so sad. And then, yeah, you have a, a Battlehawks player who's apparently getting actual votes. <laughs> the, the, last, on, the last calendar year... I love this city, but that is super depressing. The last calendar year has has been one of the worst sports years in recent memory. Are you if adding you basketball? The Cardinal, Cardinals are la- last coming off a last place year. The Blues didn't make the playoffs. Mizzou has not won an SEC game and probably won't. St. Louis U, I think, is near the bottom of the A-10, or if last. not at the bottom. It, what What more could go wrong? I mean, there's not one team that's that's performed particularly well, not one. But those fighting tigers in college football. We had, that's it. That's yeah, the, I guess that's the one. There you go. Big shining Fight light. Tiger. That is a shining light. That'd I mean, be you a, lose a head coach yeah. for the Blues. You lose your AD for the mm. Tigers. I mean, the hits come in this area. Yeah, if they were closer to St. Louis, you could say Drinkowitz is the face of St. Louis. <sighs> Can't. Yeah. I, I, I'm thinking about a Missouri player, actually, Iggy, but then I thought, yeah, it's in Columbia, two hours. That, that kind of belongs to the whole state, not just us, I think. We're flourishing, though. I like my answer. There is no face of St. Louis. If they can poll, maybe I would vote for that. There is no real face in any... It's, it's this hypothetical thing. There's well, no real factual but face it used to be sports town. It used to be. Like when, back in the heyday of the Blues, you had Hull. He was a face. He was all over interviews. It's, Superstar, you had Pujols, Molina, yeah, Wainwright, you guys like that. Warner, yeah, we've we've had our moments. It's a downtime for sure. Doug brings up John I think Tim's Mazzalo. the face of St. Louis. I agree like with Iggy. Yeah, I don't know who I hear more from than John Mazalock. He's just he's on all the time. You think about it. We didn't. When was the last time we were at spring training, Tim? Twenty twenty, right before 20. COVID. All right. And Mosaic wasn't on. He didn't come on that year. So like four years since he's been on the show. Last time I texted him, I said, uh, I think it was during spring training, I said, uh, we're out at the picnic table. You feel like joining us? He goes, not really. But I think that's his sense of humor. But he, he, he was going to come, gonna, on, gonna come, on, come on, on in 2020. He was going to come on in 2020. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> 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 no, beyond Keisha well, Gray. 
That was like texting <laughs> Bill. I don't know what to add. I, mean, he's, <laughs> I think he's being serious. Because Kat scolded me. Kat, Kat said, no, if you want him to get on, you ask him to come on. You don't say, would you like to join me? Because he's going to say no. Right, because he, okay. like, he would always joke with he didn't want to come on the show. That was kind of his thing. Yeah, I know. Every, time, every once in a while I'd say, you want to come on? He goes, yeah, what time? Ozzie Smith fits as the face of St. Louis. He's retired past his prime and used to matter just like St. Louis. Doug, oh. that's Nate in Tallahassee, and he's oh. loaded for bear. He's that been hurts. retired as long as I've been alive. I gotta Ozzie say, longer. I like Nate's yeah. text. Was this 98 the last season or 97? Six. 96. Oh, boy, yeah. And then some. Yeah. How about we make Doug the face of St. Louis? No. I'm been not. on television, a lot of exposure. No. Here's the thing, though. It could all be... Brought back, you know, you got the Cardinals. Maybe let's say you're in August and September, and they're about to win 95 games. And now you have Missouri Tiger taking over. They're a top 10, top five team. So that little stretch right there could salvage. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, Blues. Other than that, I don't know how the the Blues are going to go this year, or if they make the playoffs. I don't know if you can bank on that. It's wide open for Jordan Walker to take that spot. Yeah. You dumbasses, clearly the face of St. Louis sports is Patrick Mahomes. Doug, that's Lady <laughs> Sonia's teacup. What's okay. more depressing, Mahomes being it or McCarran? <laughs> Tweet that out from the account. <laughs> I like the text. That would have been text of the day for me because I, I still think that one of the worst things that ever happened outside of losing the NFL was also gaining the NFL team that hated you. And now they have a partnership mm-hmm. with the only team you like. And like, oh, my God. Talk about getting cucked. Yeah, we're cucked so hard right mm-hmm. now. Tim, I bet the Preds make the playoffs before the Blues do. That's from Big Pick Energy. Doug, I don't know where that came from. But... I don't either. <laughs> Predators fan. <laughs> Mm. Klaus is fat and slow. He has plugs, too. Doesn't fit the team style. A German name from South America, very fishy. Obviously the face is St. Louis. That's from the Shrewsbury seat sniffer. Mm. He's got hair plugs now? I don't know. Who's Klaus? He, he's <laughs> said he's big, big, I guess he's a striker. He's a big offensive threat. Isn't that one of Joe's friends? Klaus that was Klaus. Klaus and Knuckles. Klaus and Knuckles. Yep. Yeah. yeah, Knuckles is a pro. That's a problem. <laughs> when you got a guy named Knuckles, mm-hmm. how do you get a nickname like that? Knuckles Deep is the only thing I can think of. What do you think he's doing with the Knuckles? No. Guys, what about Jackie Bowling and Shea Bittenbender? That's from Zach's yeah. wife, Gummy. Yeah, they were bowling at Shrewsbury yesterday. I think they finished eighth. Oh gosh, can we get the, a list of the top seven? Uh, Shea won in singles, as usual. You cannot lose games in the NFL and still win. Mm-mm. Hey, Tim, Jordan Cairo has nothing to hang his head about except that he got benched for the second time in a week and was a minus two and only played 10 minutes in a 6-1 loss. Oh, and he also has the biggest contract in club history. That's from Harrison's brother, Master. Uh, Doug, uh, Jim Dandy in Detroit on Saturday morning. As a matter of fact, yeah. 11 o'clock puck drop, right? Or was right. it 12? I remember well, that. Either way, I was watching it, and I'm like, oh, 30 seconds in, wingy wingy scored. And they were absolutely pawning the holes of the Blues. I, re- I remember. Jordan Cairo and Robert Thomas uh, didn't get a lot of action in the third mm. period. I remember that they were playing about 11.45, and I checked my phone to see what the score was, and it was 4 nothing. I said, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, Zach Bolduke, though. Mm. Yeah, he got a goal. The goal. He looks, he looks pretty good. I know. Is that a Winter Wonderland game? Excuse me? Winter Wonderland game? Are they play outside? No, no. They should call them that. <laughs> They're like a copyright infringement with Christmas or some kind. Of That's thing. almost always done right around New Year's Day, right? That's right. I thought they played two or three of them now. They have the stadium series thing now as well. What was that? Oh, so they're different. They also have a thing called the stadium series. I guess they're playing games at stadiums. It's the yeah. CONCACAF of NHL. Ah. But actually, the game count. Quote, I saw that Sam guy scored. Quote, who's Klaus? This doggy's coverage is the best mm. in the St. Louis market. That's from Gary Pinkle's cell phone etiquette. Doug, they're just not happy with this no. show. No. Well, give, well, me a, I, give me a kid and I'll follow it. They can't possibly turn on this show and feel like we're going to have like a thorough breakdown of the first game of the season. Some of us second, don't even know who Klaus is. Yeah. He was their star last year. I know Berkey. That's all I know. Didn't they fold like a cheap tent in the last month and a half of the season? <clears throat> they they won the conference. 
Basically like the Cardinals. Oh, they only won the Central. Okay. Well, it was their first year. I think they were <laughs> picked God, to finish last, and they finished first. They're not in the top ten in power ranking to start the season, and I saw the fans were up in arms about that. Look, I don't have a kit, and we don't cover We, we do don't. have a kit, though. We don't. Uh, you have to be given something in order to pay attention to the None team. of our stations carry the game, so I have no obligation whatsoever. I think you're serious, too, aren't you? <laughs> Doug, you can't tell if you should fold or you should call or race. I think he's serious. If they don't give me something, I'm not going to watch their games. Oh, you ignore this show. Well, why, why, would, the show? why would they pay attention to this show? They were in the building last week, and everybody got one except us. They didn't stop by to say hi. Come on, see you back. Oh. Maybe because I called on Parisi. I don't know. But if you go on Facebook, you look up Seabeck and Parisi, they're like identical twins. <laughs> and because you said that, topic that I you didn't get a kit, he... and now you won't watch a game. Could have very easily walked in here and said, hey, boys, love the show. Thanks God. for covering the team. Here's kits for you. Sit down for a while. Talk about the team. I just remember how awkward it was. Me and Iggy were both walking in the hall. I said, what's up? And then Iggy goes, hey, Parisi. And I knew it was Seabag, oh, and I just God. walked faster. We <laughs> <laughs> were just trying to get, get away from ear distance. I think they're the same person. Oh, well, do the Cardinals ever give you a jersey? Those oh, no. oversized flammable But you ones? watch them. You watch their games. But they're very nice people. Well, the city people are I'm nice I'm sure they people. are, but I haven't met any of them. The Blues ever give you a jersey? I haven't met Carolyn. Glory, Gloria. <laughs> That's Could about the, our, the our dog coverage right there. That's the highlight of St. Louis sports right there. That's when we peaked. Although Kelsey came close. Kelsey might have been a little bit more drunk than Hull. Yeah. I think that's the theme now for those parades. Yeah, Tom Brady was kind of drunk for the Tampa Bay's Super Bowl parade. How would you drink at a parade? I mean, you drank the night, you won, you celebrate a little bit, then you go to a parade with all these people, and you're all drinking at the parade? It's mm -hmm. in the morning. Well, they're party animals, and they're celebrating. Well, now he's off to Australia. I'm just upset you didn't get your kit. I, maybe we should. We pitch do in. have a I'll kit. Pitch in and get your... had a great. No, we have a great we have kit. a kit except it says Pepper and Genie on the back. What does it need to say? Stro Viva la Strode. <laughs> no, I like the kit. Thanks to the listener that got that for yeah, me. Yeah, those were side. That was probably one of our better listener gifts. Well, just turn the show on. What's Boots belly aching about now? No freebies, good God, Doug. You look hot, mm. AF, in that blue quarter half zip three quarter deal. That's from Mister Six Three Zero One One. Is a very fast golf cart. He does have a fast golf cart. He's out there at, at Meadowbrook, right? That's correct. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. He witnessed the miracle at Meadowbrook. He did. Yeah. Where you rolled in at least two fifty foot putts. Uh, right. Yes, so we point were, we were very fortunate. They were every bit of every bit of fifty foot putts. I think they were. And one, if the flagstick wasn't there, probably rolled back to the tee box. <laughs> well, take advantage hey, of what you I don't want to leave it short. <laughs> Sorry, it's the last right. putt. Mm. I've noticed no professionals have challenged us since. No, Adam Long after that match lost his card. I don't think the two are related. <laughs> Didn't play very well after losing to us. Adam Long Adam is Long. not who we played. We played Chris Nagel. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, for heaven's sakes. Almost. <laughs> oh. That's pretty bad. <laughs> Even for me. Mm. I was just thinking of St. Louis player. Have you tried Prevagen? Well, he did. Nagel did miss like 10 cuts in a row after losing us. Oh. <laughs> and he lost his card, too. So. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Doug, uh, this weather is amazing, isn't it? And uh, Seth Goldcamp, maybe uh, it's time to get that mm. air conditioning checked a little early this year. Even though it's February 26th, why not work with Design Air Heating and Cooling and get it tested early on? Because uh, it is the warmest February on record minus one year. I was reading this this morning, as a matter of fact. Uh, as of Friday, St. Louis has experienced its second warmest February since local records began in 1874, trailing only 2017. So uh, we're looking at a possible high in the 80s. 
this week. Yep. And then when there's a little cold front that comes through, uh, it still will warm back up later this week. Let me take a look at this because this is just uh, glorious. Right, it puts me in such We're a great set a 80 today. tomorrow. It may hit 80 today. If it hits 79, it's a record. Is that right? Tomorrow will be a record, and then uh, it will drop 50 degrees in the span of a few hours. Yeah, I see that, though. we got a low of 27 on Wednesday, low of 25 on Thursday, but then on Friday, 60, Saturday, 68, Sunday, 72, Monday, 70. I mean, how do you do? Go to designairservice.com and work with great Seth Goldcamp. He's online at Design Air Heating and Cooling, the official HVAC provider of TMA and the Tim McKernan Show podcast. Jackson, where can I go wager on things? Oh, Circa? Yeah, that's right. You can bet with uh, Circa. The world's largest sports book in Las Vegas is now in Illinois. That's right. The Circa Sports app, sports betting the way it should be, and now is available in the great state of Illinois. So if you live here in the St. Louis area, you can just make the short drive across the river. Or if you already live over there in Illinois, sign up for the Circa Sports app with big app bets, high betting limits, tight money line splits, and the best customer service around. Of course, plenty of hockey, pro, and college hoops to bet on, but the March Madness tournament is just around the corner. The big dance itself is coming. We saw plenty of upsets this weekend. Uh, early in the week, Creighton taking down number one UConn. What do you got? Ohio State. Yesterday was Michigan State, Wake Forest, and Duke. They're rushing the floor. John Shire is upset. All of this going on, you know that there's magic in the air when it comes to March, and there's nothing more fun than betting on it. And I suggest betting on it with Circa Sports app, which is now available in Illinois. Visit CircaSports.com for more details and get ready to start betting like a pro. If you or someone you know may have a problem with gambling, please call 1-800-GAMBLER or text ILGAMB to 833-234. There it is. Uh, Doug, unbelievable Ohio State buzzer beater yesterday at East Lansing. Yeah, uh, they weren't going to win unless he hit that shot. Jesus. And it was ironic that <clears throat> and it was ironic that the clock struck zero just at the time that he hit. I the think basket. it was actually point eight. Point two, yeah. Plowhawk. You, you were watching. Well, saw the highlight. Did not watch, happen to watch the game. Watch well, Illinois, Iowa. But yeah, I saw that game too. Uh, uh, unfortunately, uh, Missouri uh, nearly won their first SEC game, but just came up short yeah. against. Uh, Arkansas. Arkansas is expected to be a one or two seed, Jackson. Uh, their muscleman is like already eyeing leaving for Louisville. <laughs> <laughs> so they lost to another powerhouse, did they? Yeah. And they were they were ahead at some point in the second half, weren't they? That's head by a point or two. Story of the year. Yeah. Well, how do you fall apart every game right at the end? Talent. Late second. Not there. Defense. Tigers. Defense. Not defense. Tigers. Defense. Bad. Pretty pathetic. Yeah. Kim Anderson and era bad. And 19 Jesus. I don't, I don't know how it happens. I don't know how, how it does. How you can go for as good as they were last year. I, I know that Kobe Brown's an NBA talent, but lots of teams lose their NBA talent. They lost their three leading scorers last year. But it happens to other schools. Sure, yeah. And then usually they have a bad year after. Not this bad. No, of course They've never not. had a year but, this bad. Like, my thought, and maybe this is off... And like people can rip me, whatever. If you're not making the tournament, I don't like. You you either make the tournament or you don't. It's pretty binary. So like, they're not making the tournament. So it sucks. But I don't think I think the future. Well, they can. I mean, I know they're not. I mean, they can win the SEC tournament. Yeah, but that would require them winning an SEC game. (laughs) I know. I realize Mm. that. But yeah, they're not eliminated yet. But yeah, this is. Yeah, it's brutal. Man, they had one outstanding year and one terrible year. So next year is. That's the decider. You, if people want to be like, you got to get rid of Gates, then good luck hiring anyone else ever. Because if you give someone two years, one of which includes a tournament appearance and win, then you're not going to have a very deep coaching pool. Oh, yeah, you should from. not fire Gates. No. It'd be like the Cardinals I mean, firing Mike Schilt. One of the worst decisions. We've seen how that's gone. Yeah. Ollie. Well. What does he have blackmail wise? We're on to Ali Mama. <laughs> yeah, we, can we can go back to the zoo. That's fine. Uh, no, okay. fine. no, we can go to Good. Ollie. No, I'm kidding. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
Well, you can give us your thoughts with the Jeff Lottman text inbox, 314-881-TMA5. Email in for the Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day. Four emails of the day left for the month of February. And we've got a Jim Dandy with Buck Swope and Kevin Miller going back and forth and back and forth. 4-4 four, four the score there. Blueberry Pop Pop, Flocky the Smurf, JV Golf Coach all with two wins. Holden Groins has a win. Mm. Tilly and Gus Grundlehorn have a win. And Brian Henschen all with wins so far here <laughs> in the month of February. Uh, Doug Mungan asked sponsor the Daily Fantasy Sports Showdown online at stlouisaccurate.com and altontoyota.com. That's Jamie Burkhardt, Clayton Patterson, and Peter Mungan asked along with Ryan Seiberg in the service department. And they are the best in the business. And they also sponsor the Daily Fantasy Sports Showdown. What was the record going into this weekend, Jackson? Uh, the record, Tim, going into this. Is it four, Iggy, four, four and three? Four and three, I think. Uh, yeah, Iggy leads Doug four to three. All right. How he's, about KG? How's he's he doing? four, two, and one on the Doug, Iggy, KG. And that counting what just happened this weekend? Nope. Oh. Yeah, so here we go. Wow. Yeah, what I, I have no clue what happened. I know I... My one team I didn't play cashed. Stack leaders, of course. <laughs> yeah, the team I didn't pick also finished. Stack leaders. You, you did your own team? Yeah. I, I picked no, one after hours. I didn't play that. And you buy, we all you finished in the top five. $50 buy-in. Yeah. Yeah. No, I only won mm-hmm. $250. Uh, KG comes in last. Uh, the only people who made the cut for him were Parker Cootie and Hogard. Uh, so he had a bunch of missed cuts. So he has 256, so he's pulling up the rear. Iggy had Thomas Dietrich, who missed the cut, and Dumont. So both of them missing the cut did not help him. But he did have Eric Ruin and Jaeger, who both finished T10. Uh, but once again, back-to-back weeks, the Khaki Smoke Show himself takes another week. Oh, 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 we are deadlocked. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Valamaki. Finishing yeah. second really uh, bolstered your team there, Doug. Holy crap, you mm-hmm. drafted him? Yeah. yeah. Now, oh, I have a, sure. now, I have a question about that. I don't that. think I'd ever heard of I thought him. he had Valamaki, um, who's played pretty well in the DP Tour. That's how he got his card. Uh, he was like 6,200, I think, wasn't he? I don't know. Don't you Doug, take... was he 6,200? I, I don't know. I don't even... He may uh, not have been that much. 67. Oh, was he? Yep. I thought I saw 62. Okay. No he was problem. owned by 7% of the field. Were you about to lodge a protest of some sort? Yeah, because you're supposed to take those 62s and under out of there. <laughs> but that, oh, but that's for the advantage of Doug, not it's, the advantage of you, it's, typically. It's discretionary based on the mm. tournament, and this tournament was hot ass, and so you got to get more people in there, but 6,700. Why was it, like, it, it? what are the upcoming tournaments, I guess, that's in Mexico? Florida run coming. Yeah, Doug, uh, Florida swing. Oh, the okay, former yeah, Honda Classic. Now the Cognizant Classic? Mm. Rory's playing on that one. I guess he's trying to play more events leading into uh, the Masters. He's just screw himself up again for the Masters. He tries something different every year to win that tournament. Just play your game. Charlie Woods, Tiger's son, attempted to qualify for it. And from the Palm Beach Post, what a scene it was. Uh, you know, he's 15. He's not like 20. Uh, in a qualifier uh, Thursday... Uh, Charlie Woods uh, carded a 16 over 86 at Lost Lake Golf Club in Hope Sound. And hashtag social media had its thoughts on how the youngster fared at his first attempt at making the cut for a PGA Tour event. Some were more understanding than others of the fact that Woods is a high school freshman (laughs) who just got his learner's permit to drive this month. In a bittersweet Instagram post featuring a photo of Woods holding his hat down over his face, fan account Charlie Woods TRK reassured he still has all the support from his fans, writing, Tough to see Charlie like that, but these are the days you learn from. This is where you build the fire inside. Keep practicing hard and become a better golfer and a better person. Doug, that's what you do at 15 when you... Yeah. Uh, under a breakdown of Woods' scorecard on the app, user Randy Townsend had a similar... You know Randy, don't you? No, I don't know him. First steps in that world without Dad to back him up. He will learn from it, and he will get better. Uh, So, unfortunately, he went to shoot a 47 on the front. I get a 12. And a 39. Uh, And let's see, the seventh hole, he did have a 12 on the seventh. Uh, Ouch. And then his back nine and had a double bogey and two more bogeys. Uh, 
put that 12 to a par, and that's not bad. We all make mistakes. That comes from Vinny LaRue, commenter. Yeah. <laughs> that's Hope his whole job. Just flat out. To, yeah, he's a commenter. He's a commenter on social media. What a gig. <laughs> he's got the best mentor there is. He will come back with a vengeance. Now, that's this is where we get Instagram user Raul Labardi. Oh, oh him? He came out from, wow, Fashion Raul. Week to do that? How many of us would love to shoot 86 from the tips at 15, no less? So Raul mm-hmm. Labardini is supportive. Um, but O.V. Garner the second, oh, gosh. Not impressed. said, I wish I could make a 12 on a hole and still shoot an 86. Meanwhile, New York mortgage pro Jeremy G. was quick to question Wood's decision to enter a qualifier so earlier in his green career. Majors, he can't even beat the other 15-year-olds. Slow down, guy. You oh, like come on, OG. Guy? Come on, OG. Have a heart. Always going to be those in there. This guy sucks. <laughs> well, g- golf is probably the game that's most mental, more mental even than physical. I'm sure young Woods could stand on the practice tee and hit the ball just about like everybody else. He's but when it gets right down to playing and the fairways are lined with people and you've got to make the putt at age 15, that'd be that'd be pretty tough. He wouldn't have made the cut without the I mean, the blow-up hole, but he had one blow-up hole. I mean, that's what happens. He's 15 years old. I well, love to bash people much than that guy, but like, I mean, the kid's going to be a superstar. You don't get you. You can't expect it to be Tiger X. Get your gonna, licks in now. You're not going to be 19 saying. or 20 winning the Masters. It's just how the game is played now. There are a lot of really good players out there. People we don't even know about. No namers he's playing with that are 16 or 17 that are could be superstars. Like Valamaki. Like he also had uh, some unique uh, circumstances, as detailed by the Palm Beach Post. Uh, Tiger was not in attendance for the record, but. Uh, his mom, Elon Nordegren, uh, was following him along uh, when Charlie Wood's first out-of-bounds drive went flying wide right toward the rough on number five. So did several fans hoping to grab a souvenir from the bushes and palms. Oh. So there were fans out there and they to ran grab. into the bushes. They were stealing his ball. His, to grab his OB ball. Uh, as a frustrated Woods made his way up the fairway, spectators began to realize that there were no ropes to bar them from the course. In turn, they walked very close to him on the fairway. <laughs> oh, God. This is what he's got to be faced with probably his whole career. <laughs> Ignoring re- repeated requests from the tournament officials to stay on the card path. A disgruntled fan asked one official, Who are you, the fire marshal? Mm. <laughs> Woods' following increased to more than 50 fans as he headed for the back nine, including one grandmother who learned that he was competing and pulled her granddaughter out of school in the oh. hope of Woods noticing her. Oh. After Woods nice. left the 12th green, another fan approached him with a pen and a copy of Tiger's book, How I Play Golf, demanding Charlie sign the book. When an official told the fan it was not allowed, she made a commotion of shhs and yells, including, I live here, as Woods teed <laughs> off on number 13. Oh. Circus. Uh, He's going to face this his whole career. Yeah, this isn't just the beginning. Just wait till a first tournament win. It's like if Babe Ruth's son had followed him with the Yankees or something. Probably worse than that because the fans have so much content. Well, Jordan's son played. Didn't he play at Illinois? Played at Illinois. Yeah. One of them played at UCF, the one that's yeah. married to Pippen or going to be married to Pippen. Um, but, yeah, that, I mean, it, it, he came to Illinois a few times. Is that going to be awkward at the at the wedding if Pippen and Jordan have to both go? I mean, I I'm not sure uh, how they'd handle that situation. I, I, you know they're in the midst of that no-bull tour in Australia. Tasmania. <laughs> I do not see Scotty make an appearance. I don't know if they're actually – I think they might have broken up. Oh, of course. Is Scotty's daughter? No. Ex-wife. Larsa. Michael Jordan's oh. son is was with Scotty Pippen's Yeah, ex-wife. they were oh, engaged. Oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah. We'll forget that. Pippen will show up <laughs> I'm going to say, wow, Scotty, very yeah. She brave. might have been with uh, future Hendricks What's as well. Christy Brinkley there? showed up at Billy Joel's wedding, though, Doug. Well, that was a nice gesture. Yeah. So What's the age know. difference there? His son is... Was dating, dating Pippen. How old is Larsa Pippen? I think it was 15 Pippen. years, I think it was. She's a cougar? I mean, uh, she was young when they were... Larsa Pippen is... Uh, 49. And he's probably 34. 30. Yeah. Maybe. Well, 28. That's not bad. Huh. Marcus Jordan is 33. Oh. See, not bad. So Pippen feels like he's being cucked by the Jordan family again. <laughs> yeah, I could not imagine Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. At the old Pippen place. He's got Michael <laughs> taking shots at him on TV, and he's got Michael's son stealing his ex wife. 
Marcus is the one who played for UCF. Yeah. And I guess Jeffrey played at Illinois. And mm-hmm. he was not very good. I feel like it's different in an individual sport than a team sport with the uh, son of a son or daughter of a Probably super so. famous pro athlete. Uh, Mayor Don yeah. says they broke up. Two texts above. Big old fan says Scotty's ex-wife and Jordan's son are back together, and they've started wedding planning. So we're getting conflicting reports oh. in the Jeff Lottman Compass Realty text inbox. These so reports I get are that. coming from commenters. So what the over-under? Four months for that marriage? Six months for that marriage? I don't, that's how you I don't think they're getting married. I don't know who said that they're back together, but that's not what I'm reading. Nice. I love this. We need to deep dive into this <laughs> mm-hmm. one. We found a, We ran into a topic, Doug. <laughs> we found it. Took us a while. Took us 45 <laughs> minutes or so. You think any of those kids work or dad just gives them a... No, Jeffrey, I'm pretty sure, is the is the VIP of Jordan Brand. One of them is. Yeah, Jeffrey was... Got it, getting a business degree, I think that was the plan in the, in the the entire time for him. You would want to, wouldn't you? In your twenties and thirties, you don't want to sit home. Oh, um, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, it's I mean, it's a nice gig. I'm sure you didn't have to really send out a resume. I know Warren Buffett's not leaving any of his money to his kids. You know, one of the richest men in the world he said he's going to give it to charity when he dies. His kids aren't even in his will. Uh, those kids are happy. <laughs> <laughs> You'd think that he could slip them each like a billion, wouldn't you? Seriously, Because all man. you're going to get is a billion dollars, and that's it. Not a penny more. Doug Larsa definitely has butt implants. Thanks. That's from Eric in the Central West oh. End. Yeah, she looks 30, so yeah, she's obviously had some work done. Pretty sure she was with Future at one point. Was she with Future? Well, the song Thought It Was a Drought has been speculated that it was about Larsa Peppin. She is Peppin. a bag chaser. Good for her. Mm. And she's got butt implants. Lips, lips are natural. I can't mm. see her. I, did that, yeah. I can't see her butt implants. Huh. Well, I don't need butt implants. I, I got Scotty's two ripe walking, apples. Walking oh, down yeah. the aisle. Oh, yeah. Doug, you be. <laughs> oh, that is so gross. That is so bad. Why would you want that? <laughs> you do it alive, right? Are they big? Just, it's up to you. Yeah. Doug isn't a fan. No. Why would you want that? Shot at Mia Malkova. That's, that's the end thing, I guess. It just looks like you're fat. <laughs> I don't get it. I guess I never will. Blame Kim Kardashian. She started it all. I love... Um, can't say that one. <laughs> the recovering alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> Has the Dirty Band-Aid ever interviewed Scotty Pippen? Thanks. That's from Caleb Mandrick's mm. stepdad. What's a Dirty Band-Aid? Is, is that one of us? Has the Dirty Band-Aid. That's indicating it might be one of us. Caleb Mandrake's stepdad? <laughs> Who's Caleb Mandrake? <laughs> no, I don't is that one of us? Sent the Band-Aid? <laughs> LMAO Jackson thinks being VP at Daddy's company is working. That's from Mr. Licks. Whatever. Well, it probably isn't. Mr. Lex a, a prime I, recipient of nepotism. Yeah, and I, I didn't. I said he was getting a business degree. I said that I was down with the idea the whole time. Did you also hear that I said he probably didn't need to send a resume in? So mm-hmm. I didn't say it wasn't nepotism because it certainly is. But if you are able to do that, then why wouldn't you take that opportunity instead of sitting on your ass? Like yeah. Doug said, like even if you're, you know, a fake face or a fake employee, at least you're going to a Actually, job every day. Jeffrey. The one who played at Illinois co-founded the Jordan Avakian Group. It's a consulting firm. So there you go. Mm. There you go, Lex. Have fun with your daddy portfolio. <laughs> Ass clown. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Almighty. Well, if you start a business, especially one that becomes extremely successful, and you hire one of your kids, I think that's absolutely okay. Right? I th- that's what I think. That's one of the perks of doing things like that. Why would somebody who's not related to you at all somehow deserve that job over a family member? Now, there are certain cases where it goes overboard, of course, but just to work for your parents, there's no shame in that. Yeah, like billions. Macaulay Culkin's a brother. He shouldn't have had that job. He was terrible at it. Well, that's Kieran, a TV show. He was in Succession, not Billions. <laughs> or Succession. Yeah. And Kieran's awesome. Yeah, but he shouldn't have had that job. He's Why? T- he was terrible at it. Kieran Culkin was terrible in Succession? <laughs> at the job. 
That oh, an, that is an oh, actor. Okay, got it. Okay, well, but I think I'm with Iggy too. I was always yeah. wondering in that Roman show. Roman Roy. Yeah, yes. Roman Roy. Those are prime examples of bad nepo babies. How about yeah. how about the Bush family? They started this enormous family. All the other Bushes have followed them into that family. The Taylors with Enterprise. That's the way it works. That's the way it happens. I have no problem okay. with it. Did I say yeah, anything? I, no, I don't either. I don't have any <laughs> Lex, problem with Lex. that. It's Mr. Lex. Lex is anti-nepotism. Jameson can have his own I show mean, on 101 in 15, 20 oh, years, God. and everybody could be like, oh, I got that job. Tim. Let's see what we got here. Uh, I told the people about Munganass, the Daily Fantasy Sports Showdown. By the way, uh, I don't know uh, if uh, anybody on the dais recalls this, but at, at Thursday at 7.30, I was entering wagers in, and I, I put an event you. on... Uh, what's that? I thought of you when I saw the leaderboard. Uh... The guy I played in the, my golf. That was a winning. Golf pools, <laughs> Nikolai Hoygaard. Mm-hmm. He didn't do much. He made the weekend, but he was like 50th or something. Uh, and then Eric Van Royen, I said the sharps were on him. And then Jake Knapp, who won. And I put in bets, but then I didn't realize the tournament started at 7.30. And the bets were not accepted. And I go, what in the hell? And I think we said that they just literally teed off. And uh, and so therefore my wager on Jake Knapp, uh, Doug, I did not get accepted. So, Boy, he's got a smooth swing, doesn't he? You actually watched it? I watched just a few minutes of it when he was leading. He was he played got like off to a great start. He, he, Saturday, he yeah. wet the bell. Oh, Saturday went off. Yesterday, yeah, that's when I saw him. But what a the, what a smooth, easy swing. Yeah, and he hammers the ball. His mm-hmm. speed is. But anyway, yeah. so I, I don't know how much money that cost me, but it cost me. Some, what made you think of him? Good. I mean, he's he's finished third like four weeks ago. But I don't really play daily fantasy sports, but I still quote unquote know where to research. And when you're only picking one, and I'm just doing it for my golf pool. So with daily fantasy sports, the goal is to find the diamonds in the rough that nobody's playing, or you zig when everybody else is zagging, that kind of thing. With this, I'm just trying to find one player, and then not uh, then you're not going to repeat use. You can't repeat use them. So then when I was texting with the wizard about it, he goes, I don't have enough data on Nap yet because he was a corn fairy guy. Uh, he goes, you're never going to play Hoygaard again, so I would play Hoygaard. And I'm not, I'm not, that's on me. I don't, I mean, it's, who cares? you're just guessing anyway. But yeah, it would have been nice to uh, have, I don't know what I, I don't, I don't remember what my bets were. I know I put nine bets in and, uh, and Nap was, I think, top five and top ten. I don't know if I bet him to win or not, but anyway. So that, uh, but bad beat, Doug, it's going to mm-hmm. happen. Yeah. Otherwise, I... Would have won millions, yeah. and uh, of course, given the money back to the show to hire more producers and hosts, had I won, so it's a feel-good story. We need to hire five more people. So you, you need to get your ass in work. Yeah, I watched mm-hmm. the I watched the back nine. I just want to see if he could win his first tournament. And Calamari was there too. He's never won a tournament. Um, and everybody else is like five shots behind those two. So I watched the back nine, and you learn more. I didn't know, really know much about Napa because I became from the Corn Ferry Tour. Um, but he's got his grandpa's uh, initials tattooed to his arm. His grandpa passed away about a year ago. He still texts his grandpa after every tournament. Even though he's not alive, he still texts him every tournament. So that's a feel-good story. Mm-hmm. That's kind of expensive, isn't it? He's been gone for a year, and he's still got a phone. Well, he's probably still not paying for the phone. You can text a number that's not really active. Not going to go anywhere. No, that was a good story. One of the best ones of the year so far. That's the third rookie to win this year. Last year, only three rookies won all year. Mm-hmm. They've already got three rookies, so pretty good crop of players coming out of the Corn Ferry and DP Tour. And or it speaks to how down the PGA Tour is. Yeah, and Liv has not helped that. But... Well, it's well, that's, that's it. the point. All right. Yeah. That's the point. And with the elevated tour events, the, you know, players are basically playing the majors and the elevated tour events and maybe one or two. So outside of majors and elevated events, you're going to have these kind of fields. You know, I think there was a rule four or five years ago that the players had to play once a year. They had to play a tournament they hadn't played yet. So you would have people playing tournaments you'd never see them in because they had this rule that you get fined if you don't play in one tournament you hadn't played in the year before, and it was like a five-year thing, and that kind of went away, but... I mean, they try what they they can, but you're going to have these fields. I feel bad for these sponsors that are sponsoring these events that are going to have no players playing. Mm-hmm. But now Nap is a 
going to be a very popular player on the tour. Could be. Story. Could be. Yeah. And Charlie Woods also, if you have him out there shooting 86. If he just not had that, tournaments. he wouldn't have had that 12 and those other five bogeys and maybe had some birdies, he might have done something. Yeah, but you could say that almost every round you could say, well, you just take away my worst hole and give me a par, and I'm, geez, I'm four strokes better. I tell you, golfers just, I don't, I don't think there's a, a bad-looking wife on the tour. I mean, Jake. Oh, that surprises you. You've commented on that before. <laughs> Stone, yeah. Shocking. Millionaires walking around with Young professional athletes that don't have ugly Nap wives. hasn't made a ton of money. Uh, he came off the Corn Ferry Tour. His, his wife is, it might have his girlfriend from Canada. Gorgeous. Okay. Not to mention her hot body <laughs> that looks hot in a bikini. Have uh, you seen one that does have an ugly significant other? I like said, I don't think there's a PGA no. Tour player. I mean, Jim Furyk's not some good-looking dude. I mean, Tabitha's knocked down gorgeous. Tabitha. Tabitha. His wife. There's a lot of hot broads out there. Yeah. yeah there <laughs> Janie the lesbian. What up, Janie? I <laughs> <laughs> uh, didn't expect her to chime in on that. I'll bet Greg Higgs has a good-looking wife. We're still hot. <laughs> who? Greg who? Greg Higgs? Isn't he the guy that took his shirt off on the... I oh, Harry. I don't know. Harry Higgs. Harry Higgs. <laughs> I think in dad, Greg. <laughs> I'm thinking of Sigo. Harry Higgs. What do you think you might have had a, a good-looking wife had you made it on the tour? I got married. I had a good-looking wife without a job. Wow. What, no? Well, if I'd have gotten married... Yeah. I'm sure she'd be attractive. Well, I don't know. I mean, I was dating women when I had no job, so... Sure. And How they she were like movie starlets, I'm sure. Not quite starlet. Starlets. Yeah. Uh, Doug, uh, coming up at 8.30, uh, the lineup for Evolution Festival is going to be made right here on TMA. Evolution I, Festival. I got to say, that was one of my favorite times I had last year. Me and Madison only go back to it. Perfect amount of people there. Great setup. Great band. Brandy Carlisle killed it. Perfect weather. And a great setup. Like, the parking wasn't an issue. Like, this was at Forest Park? Park? Yeah. Loved it. So they are so making the announcement right here on uh, TMA coming up at 8.30. So uh, for our listeners who want to find out who will be performing, you will find out at 8.30 on TMA. They are making their way around the building and in what has to be an accident and a schedule mm. malfunction in some capacity. They will be first here in our studios. First? God. Yeah. Really? We get it before anybody else? Yeah. Wow. Well, that? they can get all the kings well, out. Well, with the first door. <laughs> so they're just going to order. It's based on door. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just going to the No, they're going to the Courtney Show at 8.45. Then Riz at 9. Then uh, Casey at 9.30. Okay. Oh, and they're going by Randy Character. I could have swore I saw that lineup already. I thought I commented on it. Um, no, that was not the Evolution Fest. Must not have been because... They, well, they, I, they guess not. <laughs> I guess not. I guess you, you commented on some other fest. It's another festival. No, that Because you had some negative comments about some other festival coming to town. Yeah, I don't know what it was. Yeah, well, I hope you won't have negative <laughs> comments toward this one. Not by me negative. I mean, we'll see what the bands are. So it's possible that you're going to be negative about it? No. Joe no. at Evolution Festival couldn't be a better human. That's from Stephen Time. Who? Right. Joe. <laughs> I don't know who Joe is. Joe at Evolution Fest. Stephen Time's the one who texted it in. Is that who's running it? Apparently so. Oh, I look forward Just to meeting A random guy named Joe. I look forward to meeting Joe. Mm -hmm. Well, I hope so. You're talking about the bands in our town. Right. I got to say, he, yeah, whatever Joe, whatever he is, did a great job. <clears throat> I thought everything was headache free, hassle free, easy to use the bathroom, last year. VIP. Yeah. yeah. The first year, I do believe of it as well. So you expected some hiccups, obviously, in your first one. And I thought it went great. Just because it wasn't my type of music doesn't mean it's a bad festival. Well, that goes without saying. Yeah, but people think if I, I talk about the bands that come for these things, oh, just because they're not your bands, you hate it. They hate it. I just didn't go because I guess I wouldn't mind seeing Ice Cube. Oh, he was great. But Brandy Carlisle, really not a fan of. But I know a ton of people are, so it's a big pickup. Mm hmm. Maybe Los Alone Boys is going to come. They won't be That's here. That's why they're starting with this they show. They won't be, be the, here. That could be the reason if you're starting to pick up reeds. They're headlining. 
Uh, the only reason I can think he put us first. <laughs> Glenn Beds Jewelers, I put them first. Uh, in business in St. Louis since 1941. Operated by the third and fourth generation of the Betts family. That's Craig and David Betts. And the Glenn Betts difference is you are served personally. You're not sold. Glenn Betts Jewelers develops relationships through generations of your family as well. They get to know your likes, your lifestyle, and who and what you love. Those are the three L's. Here's the website. G-L-E-N-N. B-E-T-Z, jewelers.com, glenbetsjewelers.com, located one mile east of 270 on Manchester in De Pere. In the jewelry business, there is good, there is better, and then there is Betts. The Betts family passion for serving their customers is passed down from generation to generation. Glenn Betts Jewelers. Doug, tell the audience who our title sponsor is. Our title sponsor is Brown and Crouppen, the local law firm that has become one of the largest personal injury firms in the entire Midwest. If you have a potential personal injury case, Brown and Crouppen is that local law firm here to serve you. Just superior legal services, and they value client services as well. Here's the big thing. They'll give you a free evaluation. You think you may have a case, you give them a call at 314-222-2222, and they will let you know you do have a case, you don't have a case. Anyway, they work on a contingency basis. No upfront cost at all to you if you don't get paid. They don't get paid, and they've won more than a billion dollars in compensation for their clients. If you think you may need Brown and Crouppen services, call them. I'll give the number again. 314-222-2222. Or you go to brownandcrouppen.com. Make sure you let them know you heard about it here on TMA. Hopefully you've gotten to know Terry Crouppen and Andy Crouppen and Ned Herman, who've stopped by here every Tuesday. One of them will be here tomorrow. And you can be sure that you know after hearing them talk with us that they are fabulous guys and the kind of people you would love to have work with you if you have a case. Remember, the choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertising. Past results are no guarantee of future results, and every case is different and must be judged on its own accord. There it is. Send your emails in for the program. Design Air, heating and cooling email the day, the morning after at InsideSTL.com. You can text in to the Jeff Lottman text inbox, 314-881-TMA5. Jeff Lottman with Compass Realty. And email in Design Air, heating and cooling the other day, and call in uh, 636-9004-TMA. You are listening to TMA, presented to you by Brown and Crouppen as we close out the Munganest, St. Louis Acura, Munganest Burkhardt, Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour.